Let's get are you ready to dandy cast? I certainly am, dandy. I, uh, I've got a funny feeling uh, that in the future it will be the word podcast will be replaced with the word dandy cast. Yeah, just as uh, many words are replaced with dandy as it is, um, <laughs> podcast will become a dandy cast. Absolutely. So, uh, another episode of The Dandy Show. Uh, I believe episode eight. Ooh, I, I was going to say, what episode is it? Even though we vowed to keep track, I have once again lost track. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Jim. Jim, uh, uh, lack of ability to count to ten. Yeah, um, it is quite worrying. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. It is what it is, sir. I've got a question for you. Uh, go on. Fire away. What were your... Before you went to Asia, what was your impressions? What were you expecting? Um, well, I can pinpoint in that moment. You just, you just give me a very vivid memory. Um, before... I, and therefore we, the Dandai, had ever been to Asia. Uh, I remember talking to our friend, the lanky cunt, and we were in Witherspoons <laughs> in Bradford, um, and he'd been in Asia, and I remember we met him for a pint or ten, uh, and he was telling us how good Cambodia was, uh, and he was saying how it's like, you can get a bed for a dollar a night, and a drink's less than a dollar, and all these drugs are readily available, and this and that, and this and that. And I just remember, it was telling us about hostels, and I was thinking, why would you want to stay in a hostel? A hostel, as far as I were concerned, were for scum, for poor people, for drug, drug addicts, and like the bad drugs, not the good ones. Uh, and Asia was just a shithole. Uh, and that was my preconceptions, despite the fact I had a good childhood friend telling me otherwise, uh, I, I just couldn't believe the positive aspects he was saying. I thought I knew better, even though I'd never been. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because you just you have this, I guess you just have this. Uh, it's not expectation, but uh, expectation. That's the word. Expectation of of what it can be like. And obviously in, in the UK we we see hostels as, you know, like you say, like drug addicts or homeless or whatever. You know, we a lot of European countries know hostels as what they are, which is just essentially a cheap hotel. Um and obviously Asia's full of them. Um and yeah, talking to Talking to him, uh, even I was, you know, uh, I tried not to read too much before. I remember, I remember reading something on MISC uh, forum about some guy who went traveling. He was like, best thing I've ever done. And I oh, were mental. And I oh, hear some like, he did some stories, just mental stories. And I were like, is this for real? And when we talked to him, he were, he were mentioning very similar, you know, adventures. And uh, and yeah, um, 
I guess the, the expectations were so different. And I, I find I always I always ask people like, "What did you expect before you came in?" They're like, oh, "Completely different." <laughs> yeah, well, I remember. Um, it, it, if anybody asked me, "Where's your favourite place you've been?" Obviously, been a lot of countries, a lot of places. Without hesitation, number one's always Cambodia. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember uh, when we, we were in Thailand and you said, oh, we'll go to Cambodia next. I didn't even want to go. I was like, hmm, don't know. Uh, I only basically went because you wanted to go. And you were like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I was like, well, whatever, because i got no better to do. <laughs> I'm just rolling around the world. Um and it turned out to be one of the best things ever because obviously since we've both been back separately uh, and it still maintains how fantastic and magical place it is. Oh, yeah, it's epic. I can't, what, what did we do? Did we go to from Thailand? I can't remember what we did now. Uh, I, too, am having memory difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. If you... If you ask me how did you arrive in Cambodia, I'd have to say I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah. Well, we must have flown in. Well, I did. We? Did we? <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. I, I remember leaving the first time when we left from uh, we left from uh, Schnuckville, which we already talked about, obviously. Um, and we left, and we got that cheap transport to Saigon in Vietnam, didn't we? And that bus picked us up, or the, the mini van thing. And then gradually, everybody got off other than us, and it started, like, driving through fields, didn't it? Like, through, like, cornfields and shit. And we were like, what's going on? And eventually, they kicked us off, and then somebody took his passports away, and then we got back of some scooters, and they're like, all right, we're off to be killed or something here, because passports are gone. Other dandies gone. <laughs> like, what is going on? And uh, anyway, eventually we ended up getting back on another coach, didn't we? We somehow crossed the border, got his passports back, and got another coach to Saigon and arrived at about 2 a.m. Uh, had to go to Cash Point, and there were some people looking at us suspiciously. And luckily, we were two big lads. Uh, but we eventually made it, didn't we? But I, I do distinctly remember leaving. Um, Cambodia the first time but getting there is an entirely different question I'm not sure I'm going to have to wrap my brain yeah well I couldn't I couldn't have told you how we left I, didn't, I thought we went to Phnom Penh but maybe we went there beforehand um, so I don't know I thought we went well, back to the capital before we went to Vietnam you, you might be getting, uh, you're getting trips mixed up maybe the first time we definitely left from um, Schnuckville, because if you remember, it's when you had your uh, glass in your foot and you spent a long time in a Led Zephyr uh, hostel. Yeah, we were there. We were there a long time, weren't we? And then, and then we left. But I don't remember it. Uh, no, because yeah, because we were there for a while. What we get it fixed, uh, and then yeah, eventually, eventually made it. Made it. I've got a funny feeling we went. Should we go back to Thailand first? Or did we go to Vietnam? No, no, we did 100% went to Vietnam. Um, I think we flew into Siem Reap, and the reason I think that is because 
when you fly into Cambodia, you have to buy the month visa for thirty dollars, uh, which is obviously. And you get the, it takes like a full page in your passport. So now Cambodia counts like half the passport, obviously a full page ago. <laughs> um, but I seem to remember landing and trying to find the ATM. But I, I, if you ask me where where we flew from to get there, I could not tell you. Um, between us, surely we can figure it out. <laughs> Uh, Zoom in totally plastered. Um, uh, just, yeah, I, I remember when we got to Vietnam, I remember we were in, like, um, everybody, like, proper bums over, like, rooftop bars, don't they? But I suppose if you've been to 100, then it's just, like, all else, isn't it? Um, and um, the thing is, actually, what, what I actually quite like about travel, even if, even if you've been to 100 rooftop bars, you still can get excited by it. In the sense of like, oh, this is awesome. Probably more so you're going out on a Monday night. <laughs> That's probably what the awesome day is. But, <laughs> um, but I think, um, yeah, I remember being at a rooftop bar and talking to some, uh, some girls. And they were saying that they got in at silly o'clock and they got a taxi. And they said uh, they didn't, didn't know where it was. And taxi cost them, you know, oh, they got scammed because it cost them five quid or something. And I was like five pounds. Yeah. You remember? It's no. I was going to say I remember we got we got lost walking around um, Saigon, didn't we? And we got that taxi, and we, we pretty much got scammed. I think he basically drove in circles and then dropped us off a meter from where we got in it and charged us an arm and a leg, didn't it? But obviously we know Uber, and we didn't know any better. Um, so I think it's a common scam over there, and I think with the taxes. Yeah, because that's what they said to me. They're like literally, the, the, it, like uh, it went straight to the the hostel and just literally drove around it, and then he went, "Are you here?" And they were like, "Well, we've been driving around the circle for ten minutes." You're like, "Yeah, no." But thankfully, it's so cheap that like, you just go, "Well, whatever." Yeah, it's true. You, you just brought back a tremendous memory, actually. Uh, it's one of your stories, not my own. Um, do you remember after the, the bar crawl in Saigon, you were walking back with a lady friend, and do you, do you remember what happened to her? Oh, you, you've made it sound really seedy. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't a lady friend. It was some, some attack out on. It, it was a fellow traveller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Fun. See you later. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I thought it was the uh, the old passport got stolen at the handbag on it, or the handbag got stolen by a scooter or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, we're like uh, you know, being being busy somewhere, and then we're walking back. I think we were from the same hostel, so I don't remember. But we're walking backwards down this main street, and really, there ain't that much crime. It's just petty, petty theft, isn't it? People just nick your bags and stuff, and obviously. The dandies know the big secret, which is buy shorts with zips in. You know, that's that deserves its own podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, hundred percent breakthrough on it. Every pair of trousers I wear when traveling or shorts all have zips because I always keep my passport on me, uh, my money on me, and my phone because they're the three vital things really, aren't they? So. Way I see it is, if you want to take one of them off me, uh, you're gonna to have to kick my head in because I, I need them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, key items. But yeah, like so many, so many breakthroughs, haven't there? Been traveling, 
like uh, obviously the short zip short. So I remember walking back and I was like, uh, you know, how happy I've got all my valuables in my shorts. But saying that in 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 Asia, yeah, you know, very early on, realised that really all you needed were a tap pocket to put in a few notes, and that's all you needed. You know, you were you were yeah. as a bird. Would you, uh, do you want to expand on the attack pockets? I feel like you just glossed over it, but it's quite a big feature of the Zanders. <laughs> it is, it is. I haven't currently got one on. But uh, where, where did the attack pocket from come from? Oh, it came from <laughs> Servito. The very same, the very same. Yeah, so basically the, the principle of the attack pocket is that on your top, whatever it is you're wearing, your vest, your shirt, your T-shirt, whatever it may be, you have a breast pocket. And in that breast pocket, uh, when you're traveling in these uh, second, third world countries, obviously you have lots of notes because, you know, 10,000 notes might be one British pound maybe. So you've got <laughs> lots of notes. So you can keep these notes rolled up in your tap pocket and also drugs are readily available so you can keep little little baggies of your cocaine or whatever it may be also in your tap pocket along with one pack of cigarettes you don't want to expand your pocket too much and risk you know tearing it and that's everything you need for your night out yeah i, I remember having a tap pocket and we were uh, going through the the tunnels in vietnam and <laughs> do you remember so they were like oh yeah go through tunnels and everybody quickly go through and then there's like a escape bit in the middle if you get a bit worried. Or just keep going. And everybody were like, keep going, keep going. And then obviously, like, I had my tap pocket and everything fell out of it, like, halfway down the tunnel. And I'm like, oh, no. yeah. everything's falling out of my tap pocket. And everybody's like, what do you mean a tap pocket? I'm like, my tap pocket, like, point down. I'm like, oh, my stuff's gone out of it. Anyway, I turned around and, and, and luckily somebody had, somebody had noticed loads of, all the fun items in the tunnel and uh, brought them out for me. <laughs> I remember because uh, you were in front of me. You were in front of me, then it was me. I remember a guy behind me who like, oh, have you lost your, uh, I can't remember what if you were, your driving license or something weird. And I'm like, oh, no, I am, but Dandy has. And I remember passing it to you and it like pitch black. It was horrible down there, wasn't it? It didn't quite for how uh, claustrophobic it was going to be. Oh yeah, mega won it. It was mega, like a, uh, you know, something you wouldn't be able to do in 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 England. And to be honest, it's quite like I like Asia. There is literally no rules. Yeah, well, well, they have strict drug laws, don't they? Um, I know the drugs are readily available, but they are. If you get caught, you're in big trouble. Um, but yeah, you're right in terms of drinks and just the general riot um, compared to Europe in general, I guess. Um, not that England will be part of Europe for much longer. Uh, yeah, it's very really relaxed, which is good. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? So, like the attack pocket, we're original from uh, Mr. Vito, wasn't it? So, we're watching uh, Ryan Dunn and Don Vito, uh, possibly the greatest show in the world. And, other um, than this show. <laughs> of course, of course, other than this show. Um, so I remember watching the interview halfway through it, so they're like interviewing him out there. And he sat there and he's like, oh, don't, don't, Vito, show, show, show me your pocket. And he's like, oh, show me your pocket. And they're like, get, get your pocket out. And he's got like a tooth in there. 
He's got, he's got, you know, other stuff. <laughs> he's got, it's like, $300 all rolled up. And I was just like, yeah. And it, that just evolved into the dandies of tap pocket, didn't it? Um, which, yeah. Yeah, because everything for an IO and is, isn't it? It's all you need. It's all you need. And you've got your zip pockets if you need to carry more money or if you want to carry your, your small bottle of vodka you've bought from the office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> perfectly fits in your pocket. But um, that's why I like Cambodia so much because, of course, they've got monopoly currency, mm. uh, complete joke. But, you know, you only get that if you do it by a dollar's worth of something. And luckily, enough, it's, yeah, well, it's like everything's a dollar, isn't it? Everything's an American dollar. Luckily enough. Right, yeah. I, I remember, um, you're right, but I remember when it was happy hour, and it was, it was 25 cents a day. And obviously, you don't, they don't take coins, so you have to pay with a $1 bill. But then you get 75 cents worth of their rubbish change. So it forces you to order four beers at once <laughs> to spend the full dollar. <laughs> so you get four beers for a dollar, and you're like, I'm fast into this at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you would have busted at mid afternoon. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going on in that. You're laughing as it back at head. Ah. Uh... <laughs> And that was that was one of the wasn't that the when we got seen reap that was his first taste of uh, the mad monkeys on it. Um, it very well could have been. He, I went back uh, to the mad monkey and uh, it, it completely that one in particular, and he lost the plot. I remember I don't know how in depth you want to get on this. Um, sort of approaching eighteen minute mark, but. The the CM Reap Mad Monkey, if you remember, a lot of stuff happened in that hostel which uh, were quite insane. Do go on. Well, I I know I know something happened with you which was mental, but I'll leave that to you. But we met the guy who were from Huddersfield, if you remember, who talked about having the clap in 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 Bangkok, and he went to hospital and. He couldn't afford to stay in overnight, so every day we're going as an outpatient and paying you know, a few hundred baht. And uh, he wasn't in good nick, but then that led us on to he was staying in our room, and our room, if you remember, we're on the lower floor, poolside, and we're not writing we're going on. Random people just walk into our unlocked room, take a dump or a piss, <laughs> and just walk out. And we're, we're busy trying. Oh, yeah, we, we were busy trying to watch Don Vita. And random people just walking in and out of the room using toilet over and over and over again. Uh, so that were a bad start, really. Wait a minute. So they were a pool. So there were a bar, weren't there? Pool bar, and then the pool bar area, uh, like a pool twin pool. But the main bar, if you remember, upstairs, you know, oh. like a beach bar, so like rooftop, but with sand everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, a bit tricky for me, but we won't go into that. We don't want to swallow that podcast. But, uh, you know, needles to say, I should say stitches to say, uh, that, is a funny, that is a funny episode. So listen out for that one. Uh, that will be coming soon on the, uh, on the Dandy Show. But, uh, yeah, I think – I do remember that. I don't remember – I remember the pool area because I went back with, uh, with his Jewish friend. Um, I'm sure more recently than you. And we didn't stay there because we found an even more mental place. But it were, um, yeah, I remember, I remember staying there with you. 
And it was riot because, like you say, like 50 cent a beer, wasn't it, at the bar during the day? And, uh. Well, as with Cambodia, as we know, the, the main drink is the Josh shot in it, which is just a shot of vodka with uh, the Josh powder in it, which is like Red Bull with amphetamine smell. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo advertises it. Probably don't know. Uh, well, I, I just think he, he doesn't know he does, does he? Because it's only in the, the, the depths of Asia where it is, his eyes don't gaze. Uh, just get away with putting his face on it. Well, saying that, I, he just gets a check every month. He probably looks and goes, just shot, yeah, whatever that means. Yeah, he, he probably thinks nobody will find out ever of this part world because who goes over there? But uh, exactly. getting the Josh shot is amazing because... Uh, it just it just keeps you real. It's it's almost like cocaine, but legal in it. it. Just it's just so good. Oh, it's epic, and I suppose that kind of goes back to the start of this uh, episode, uh, episode eight, because you know you were like, just like you just said there, like who goes to Cambodia? <laughs> and like, who who actually goes to Cambodia? And that's when like when his uh, super tall friend was telling us all these stories, you know, and and we were like, nah. Uh, no, that ain't, that ain't how it is. Even though knowing full well we'd never be, and you're like, well, beam. <laughs> and it is like super cheap, like super cheap, super mental, you know, Josh shots, uh, mega riots every night. I remember walking up and down, what we call Pub Street, were it? Uh, in uh, CM Reaper, Pub Street, yeah. Yeah, I, I really like Seam Reef. I think I've been three times now, which which tells you how much I like it. And I think it's just it's just one of them places where it's a city, but not really a city. It's like so compact and like there's a riot area, you've got riot hostels. It's obviously Cambodia, so it's super cheap, but it's all it's just a nice I remember going around on a tuk tuk and just thinking, quite like it, yeah. It's, it's quite a good riot really. <laughs> oh, it's good. I think that the downside is eventually it's going to be spoiled in terms of Chinese buying all the property and forcing the backpackers out. So it's not going to last forever. But as we know, when somewhere dies, somewhere new opens, and there'll always be somewhere to go. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't. I'm sure it will actually see me. I can't remember now. Let's see me probably. Yeah, I think it was seeing me where. Like they were buying all the the all the bars and restaurants were all like uh, Chinese. Even when I went in twenty eighteen, Christmas twenty eighteen, they were all Chinese owned uh, already, and they, oh. it was just yeah falling bits. But you never know, you know, especially with you know the the good luck coronavirus, it might all spiral back a few years, hopefully. Uh, for me, anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I just I like I just like seeing Reap. It just had like a good feeling to it, um, and obviously there are just epic riots going on, aren't there? Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think like you say, it's compact. Uh, there's some really good hostels there. Um, there's other stuff to do in terms of like cultural stuff. If you want to go to Angkor Wat, obviously one of the best things to see in the world. And then you've got all the night markets, um, but also the riot on top of that as well. So you've got the good weather. Uh, it's just like the perfect blend of everything, as well as it being cheap. Oh, just this brings to mind. Um, do you remember that night out? We had one night out in the – well, we had many nights out in Siri, but after one particular night out, we went to a takeaway and got a pizza and sat down. And do you remember what happened at that point? 
Uh, was that a happy pizza? No, it was not. No, we sat down uh, for a pizza on Pub Street, and there was a hooker in the same restaurant, and uh, she was basically trying to entice us back. Uh, and you said, "Ah, good trick. You're a lady boy." And she replied and laughed and said, "No, I'm not." And then she did the uh, the basic instinct uncrossing and recrossing of her legs to reveal her beaver to prove she was not a man. Uh, and then we su- subsequently asked how much, and she said $7, which was cheaper than our pizza. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. I do. I, I'm picturing it in my mind. Not good for you, obviously, but, yeah, I am picturing Incredible. it in my mind. Just to clarify, we did not take her up on that offer. It, her, or him, or it. Uh, despite how cheap it did not occur, but I just found it amusing how the pizza could cost more. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously that's an expensive pizza over there, but it's uh, and that that's funny actually because that is a code word for something, isn't it? Again, <laughs> we don't we don't want to give out story. yeah we don't want to give out that episode uh, yeah, but. Um, but yeah, I can I can I can see it now in my head, and that proves actually a good point. Sometimes it's too good to be true, isn't it? So much a miss. Why is it seven dollars? My pizza cost eight. What's going on? Well, <laughs> at that point in time, I would rather have the pizza. To be honest, um, I had a really good time and I'm ready for bed. So, uh... <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was epic, wasn't it? I remember. Oh, where were what bar were where we had a Sunday lunch and you like you could upgrade for like an extra uh, dollar and it was like five dollars of a drink and I just remember that little obviously like Cambodian women are quite tiny like dwarfs I just remember like marching over like holding both of these Sunday lunches and their arms were shaking. You you just brought me up to a brilliant point. So that that was Led Zephyr Hostel. Mm. Uh, which is now now shut down. It's now a Chinese supermarket, yeah. as as I was saying, in that in Stuckville. But you're right; the, the plates were massive, and she was struggling under the weight of the pile of broccoli and stuff, weren't she? <laughs> but you? You've just reminded me of something phenomenal. So when I went back to uh, Otres Beach in uh, Stuckville with Mrs. and we, we had some uh, special cookies, we went back then to uh, Stuckville. And they had like, it was almost like the equivalent of a Toby Carvery if you're British. Um, if you're not British, it's like a Sunday lunch, all you can eat. So you get your plate, there's a buffet, you pile it, you play as high as you want with all the veg and whatnot. And we were both off his faces. And I had my plate in my hand and I put a bit of broccoli on my plate and my, my hand was so limp, I couldn't keep the plate upright. So I tried to put food on my plate. As I, as I were doing it, it was just like sloping downwards my plate as my wrists were. And I'm like, what's going on? And then Mrs. turned to me and she said, oh, can you put some gravy on my plate and hold it because my wrists were all out? And I was like, oh, oh, good. It's not just me then who has the world's limpest arm. If you can't take the weight of some gravy, you know, it's not just me. And I remember just being sat at the table just laughing and crying for no reason and uh eventually i had to go up like a million times and get a little bit of food at a time because that's all i could carry <laughs> 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 fantastic just 
just blasted. And this was probably about 7 p.m. And I just had to go to bed. I like, fuck this. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing isn't it, how often that does actually happen. Yeah, it's almost like you have a problem, but it's not a problem because you enjoy it. Mr. <laughs> uh, night out, because you've had too much riot. Mr. <laughs> night out, but gained a whole day's worth of fun, so it pros and cons. Yeah, which is which is epic. Um, there's obviously way more, way more to talk about. We are coming up to the 30-minute mark, which is unbelievable. Um, what's just sprung to my mind is downtown hostel. Yeah, well, I, I, just briefly on the downtown hostel, um, phenomenal when we went bandage room, perfect, brilliant, loved every second of it. Loved it so much. When I went back, it had been bought out by an Irish guy who was apparently a rioter. Um, but upon closer inspection, he was actually a cunt and had completely ruined the hostel. So just as a bit of advice for anyone who goes to see a Reaper listens to this, stay at Funky Dandies, which is actually called Funky Flashbackers. Do not stay downtown. Uh, it's just amazing the effect a change of ownership can have on a place. It, it went from being vibrant, awesome, mental, to um, lots of rules imposed, Bad behavior frowned upon, fun frowned upon, etc. Um, it, it just does go to show that you, the accommodation does play a big part of uh, the amount of fun you have in a given place. Yeah, I think I think really it goes well. I, I'd say it's the people you're with, number one, and then number two is the accommodation. And generally speaking, they go hand in hand. If you if you're looking at a, you know, like, like I say, go back to the start of this podcast where we're like, you know, dead against travel or, you know, whatever. And then, like, uh, used to look at hostels and think, oh, is it too much riot? And obviously we've come to realise there's no such thing. But it were, it was almost, it were always, every time we're like, wait, oh, is it too much riot for us? And then we'll go and then it's not. But that that's just to say about the, the hostel. The, the amount of riot the hostel is kind of goes hand in hand with the type of people you're going to get. So if you like writing, like, you know, probably you do because you're listening to this. Um, so uh, if you like writing just as much as Dan does, then awesome because you want to go somewhere where there's other people like you who all want an insane riot, who all, you know, oh, what's that in fridge? Oh, space brownie. Yeah, I'll have a bit of that. I've <laughs> only been drinking all day. So that's the kind of, like, you want a hostel with that type of people. And then, obviously, it's the people that are there. So I think when we were downtown, we were there for a good like a week, weren't we? We were a fair while, yeah. Uh, we had a good crack here, didn't we? If, if you remember, it, it, that worked on the uh, tab scenario. So everything you bought, you didn't pay for at the time. You just added it onto your tab. And then when we checked out, I think it worked out about $100 a day, and bear in mind, a beer or $1. We didn't eat that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that means we'd had like 50 beers a day each, but we had been at the bar morning to night, um, just constantly, aggressively drinking. Yeah, I remember like other people like enjoying the pool or doing like normal activities or going out and seeing shit or getting up for anchor walk, and we were just sat at the bar all day and all night, and pretty soon, like, 
some bird that I were attacking. She was like, you're still here? And we're like, yeah. Oh, somebody came and met you, didn't they? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, you just reminded me. Uh, yeah. I'd been drinking. And she came over to see me in the morning at like 11 and I was plastered. And then <laughs> she was like, oh, I might, I might see you later. And then she came back over at 10 p.m. So, you know, like a good um, 11 hours later. And I was still sat on the same stool at bar. And she's like, have you been here all day? And I'm like, why would I leave? It's, it's one here at tab. And she's like, yeah, but all day. And I'm like, you don't know. I've been here all week. <laughs> You think you've just been 10 hours here, but in actual fact, this is day seven. Uh, laughing. It is, it's a paradise, and it? It, is, it is wonderful. I would recommend it to anybody without hesitation. Anybody who likes a good time, that's. Yeah, it is. It's just one of them places, isn't it, where you just think Cambodia, who goes there? But once you do, and if you like writing as much as the dancers do, it just it blows your mind of how fun it is and how welcoming the local people are. You know, walking up and down, they offer you everything, don't they? Really, really friendly. <laughs> <laughs> really friendly, yeah. Uh, uh, a long old time of 33 minutes into the podcast. I feel like we should be wrapping it up. Yeah, I think uh, I think going back to the original, uh, the start of this this episode eight of the Dandy Show, I think it's it's a funny thing. You know, I suppose if you want to, uh, quote-unquote, do that finger fingers, a meaning out of episode eight, whilst you've, you've you know, enjoyed all them stories, I suppose, like, a, a nice way to end it would be, you know, don't just assume. You know I mean? We assumed, you know, it's going to be shit, it's for, you know, scum. Why would you go to Cambodia? You know, oh, let's skip Cambodia. But sometimes, just, just try it. If you don't like it, you just leave, don't you? Um, and... If you if you get lucky, you find somewhere like like it's a paradise, which is just full of riot. <laughs> yep, couldn't agree more on that that high positive note. Uh, let's call it over and out for another dandy show. Um, look forward to the next episode. Oh, but why is it that?